now your host, real estate broker, consultant, and best-selling author, Todd Tremonti. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Welcome to the show, ladies and gentlemen. We are talking all things residential real estate across the great state of Texas, primarily here in DFW, and things are a-changing. That's right, a-changing, Ian. Things are changing. The market is uh, acting very positive at the moment. And honestly, deep down, I I feel like uh, the uh, headline writers of most of our local publications are not even happy about it. Like they're angry that things are more positive than they intended, than they expected, than they've been predicting. Bad for uh, clicks. It's 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 a beautiful thing. A when when the market is healthier than expected. It's also a beautiful thing when the constant naysayers and depression sellers are wrong. And that's just the way I feel about it. So welcome to the show, folks. If you've got a question or a concern related to your DFW area residential real estate, buying, selling, investing, owning, enjoying, improving, keeping your values down, anything like that, just go ahead and send us your questions. 214-310-0008. 214-310-0008. Call or text. And as always, like my son says, you can go to ToddTremontiTeam.com. And if you forget that, just Google it. Even if you spell it mostly correctly, you'll find us. Now, we'll take your questions today. Uh, keep them coming. Uh, we got a couple of YouTube questions I think we're going to get into. We've got a full studio here, four live human beings, three microphones. We'll work it out. We'll get into it here shortly. Let me just go. Listen, if you want to use that thing, I'm use so it. So used to my like normal introduction. Yeah. Trying to keep it keep it fresh. Okay. Well, this first segment is, as always, brought to you by Patrick Gleros, Cardinal Financial. Patrick has built a team in the very, very similar way to how we build a team. He wanted to put people in position to use their gifts and abilities to best serve each and every one of their clients. You can go to patrickgleros.com where you can find out more information. You can call him 972-728-3420. NMLS number 308804, Patrick Gleros, G-L-A-R-O-S dot com. That was the best live read you've ever done, Ian. I'm telling you, I years. aim to please, he's getting, Todd. He's getting better, Full Price Courtney. I, I think today could be the day that he really steps into his own. Like, he's I'm proud of you. You know, I'm feeling confident. My confidence, uh, as you know, generally fluctuates with how Middlesbrough's doing. Here and I just want to say another win. For Super Michael Carrick. We're up to fourth. Fourth? Listen, most people don't know and, and even remotely care about what you just said. I but think you're wrong. I think more people do. I'm really for, reaching the people of North Texas for with me, my Middlesbrough talk. For me to just, without any real purpose at all, try, to, take try to translate that, what, what Ian's saying is that Middlesbrough has won more games eight of 11 and they're still somewhat brand new manager is like the hero of the region because generally the exact same players are now playing really 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 well and uh, that guy could probably get elected to public office in that community at the moment oh we've already knighted him there you go sir i don't even know his name super michael carrick sir super Michael Carrick. It's yeah. du- it's a double title, Sir Super right. Michael Carrick. Yeah. He deserves both. And that was way too much time spent on uh English football. As always, otherwise known you as are soccer. Welcome. There you go. All right, folks. Uh we're getting into it. 214-310-0008. Call us with your questions. The DFW real estate market is acting weird, Mari. And by weird we mean encouraging. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's a good thing. Who's Mari, Todd? Well, Mari's going to get an introduction here in a second if you'll quit interrupting me. Okay, Ian. you got it. Welcome to the show, Mari Arstein. Mari's one of our uh, Todd Tremonti home selling team uh, buyer specialists. You've heard from Mari before if you've been around the show for long, if you've been to the YouTube channel. Mari specializes in our Fort Worth office, lives and works and plays and enjoys life over there. Welcome to the show, Mari. Thank you. I'm excited. You're welcome. You're welcome. I think she really is excited, Ian. People say that. I think she's telling the truth. She called me a week ago and said she was going to do this. I think she is. Yeah! Lil John loves it. <laughs> yep. Lil John's thrilled about it. All right, Mari, here's the deal. I think there may be some questions from the YouTubes. There may be some questions from folks out and about in DFW. Before we get into that, would you tell people really quickly, let's say like 30 seconds, what do you do every day as a real estate professional? What is What does your, your job look like? So there's um, there's some structure to it, but then there's days where there's no structure whatsoever. Uh, I I focus it more around my clients' needs. So start the day out doing office work, catch up on email, following up with people, um, building my business, and then the afternoons are for um, meeting up with my clients. Whether that be going seeing houses, uh, meeting with inspectors to see houses that we've got under contract, going to closings. Those are always great days. Um, and then we've got some trainings pushed in there uh, throughout the week for best ways to negotiate and adjusting to the market and um, things like that. So for folks that are listening or that have watched and listened to us for a long, long time, when you watch HGTV or, or one of these other TV shows and they show the life of a real estate agent, uh, would you agree or disagree that that is an accurate representation of what it looks like to be a full-time real estate agent? <laughs> no. That's a disagree. That's a hard, <laughs> firm disagree. What? No. Well, yep. Really? Uh, so it turns I'm out, sorry, it turns out it's not all cocktail parties uh, and open houses full of caviar and mm. uh, formally dressed humans. Um, Though I do love a good party, so if you want to send me an invite. That's right. Our team loves food and parties. Parties with good food is a really nice crossover. So if anybody out there has a lot of caviar lying around, yeah. just send it Mari's way. Ironically, not a big fan of caviar. Do you like caviar? No, actually not. It's not Don't disgusting. worry about the caviar, folks. It does seem like a waste of time. No need. Um, I don't think it's gross. I just don't think it's, it's worth the time and energy invested in it. But the point I'm making is that when you hear Mari talk about what she does every day, there's some structure to it. It's in, it's almost entirely focused on the value added to the client. <clears throat> but there's a time of day where it is most effective for Mari to build her business, to get new clients, to speak with past clients. That's the time of the day that's least interruptive to the value to her current clients. It does not get in the way of showing houses, valuing properties, making offers, negotiating, handling inspections, and, and a thousand other things that she and our team does for clients. So I just thought it would be an interesting little differentiator to communicate what it looks like to be a full-time, fully dedicated, world-class, committed agent in Fort Worth compared to the norm. Now, I'm not bad-mouthing any one individual agent. The norm is the 96, 97, 98% of the agents that are part-time, partially committed, well-intentioned, but maybe not experts and don't have a system, a plan, a team, technology structure to deliver truly world-class value. So they're out there delivering decent value or worse, something that looks good, but is really, really, really risky. So there you have it, folks. That's what Mari's up to. Uh, if you're thinking about buying a home in the Fort Worth area, of course, selling a home, reach out to us. We can certainly get you connected with Mari. Now, I'm glad you mentioned about differentiating because I have a fun little DP story for you. Ready? I don't even Do know it. if you know this one. Do it. So 
David on our team was talking with DP. We recently hired, and I'm sure everybody out there will get to meet Gibson at some point soon on the show. Uh, recently hired Gibson to be uh, one of our newer agents on the team. Really excited about him being here. DP was on the phone with David. David introduced DP and Gibson to each other while they were on the phone. DP then requested friend no Gibson friend requested on LinkedIn DP. DP accepted it. DP then calls Gibson within like an hour, and him and Gibson connect on insurance and making sure that Gibson's got the best stuff that needs to happen. We talk about DP's yeah. ability to communicate mm-hmm. and how he does that at a really high level. Just it was just another example of like, yep, he does this at a really, really, really high level because he wants to make sure that people are taken care of. You can reach out to DP, DP dot Lambert L A M B E R T at goosehead.com. You can call him at 214-838-5684. Go to touchmoneyteam.com, click the radio tab, and you can find all our recommended pros and vendors right there. That's right. Lots going on in DFW real estate right now. We have the privilege of having Mari with us today, so let's pick her brain. What do you have? Ben from YouTube left us a question. Let's hear it, Ben. I noticed when looking around that the gap the gap between 300 and 325 in the housing market in Dallas is dramatic. Could we discuss this further? I think the question that's being asked is, I'm going to assume Uh-oh. that Ben is probably looking to purchase a home somewhere in that 300 to 325 range. And there is a lack of inventory. Mm-hmm. There's houses that are like way cheaper that need to be fully renovated in that high ones, two, two ten, somewhere like that range. We're seeing a lot of those right Almost now. Almost anywhere under 300. And then you've got a big gap up to kind of that four, four fifty, five hundred thousand. And there's just not a whole lot of inventory in that 300, 325. Thoughts on that? Is that going to change? What, what would you say to Ben on that. I'll give a brief thought and then we'll see what Mari has to say specific to the Fort Worth side or just generally speaking kind of buyer frustration mindset opportunities. Uh, You're not going to like my answer here, Ben, but that's the way it is, buddy. At the moment, there's just not much in that category. Uh, And in different parts of town, that gap is defined a little differently. It could be 275 to 300. It could be 300 to 350, but he's He's not far off at all just saying, look, between 300 and 325, uh, it seems like there's just nothing. What's going on? Now, uh, this data changes every day, but let's just refer to that as the gap between the entry point and the midpoint of the market. Whatever that looks like, whatever the numbers are in different parts of town, different cities, um, that gap is very real. Equally true is the absence of the entry point in many, many, many parts of town. But let's just speak specifically to this gap. Whatever the entry point is, in most areas of DFW, historically, it's been like under 200. Now it's under 300. Those are still, regardless of market conditions, those are almost always highly competitive homes, right? Uh, They're the most affordable homes. They're the homes where more people can pay cash, more people can put more down, more people can get financing, it's just more accessible available. It's like more people can shop at the dollar store than at Williams Sonoma, right? It's just more people can pay a dollar than $800, right? So the reality is in any market, seller market, buyer market, stable market, uh, that, you know, uh, economic downturn, upswing, whatever, that's where all the, that's where so much of the activity is. So to say to Ben, 
you know, what do you do about that gap? There's not much you can do about it. Like you can be super vigilant and really patient and wait for the rare occasional property to pop up in that gap, but it's likely to be highly competitive to get it. Or you can maneuver your finances in a way that you could potentially go up in price outside of that gap or adjust your expectations a little bit so you could go down in price below that gap. I was going to say, there's an opportunity there to, if you play the long game, you, you may have to delay your timetable a little bit, but by working with a professional, working with somebody on the mortgage side of things, somebody like Patrick, for example, he can give you kind of thoughts, advice on things to do over the coming months to hopefully be able to position yourself to where you can now afford what it is that you are hoping to get. Yeah, that's entirely true. Here's the other brutally frustrating news for Ben, though. Even in a market we're about to, we'll, we'll get into in a little bit later in the show, like the, the details of the market today. But um, in a market where home values are still rising, which generally speaking, they are, the time it takes for you to maneuver your better financing terms, the value of the home went up. So while you might be winning on one side, you're probably losing on another. That doesn't mean that patience isn't wise. For most of us, there are periods where waiting is the smarter thing to do. But there are also times where it's time to strike and act. And for Ben, if now is the right time to make a move, but there's not a property in that gap that you're hoping to shop in, one of those two adjustments is probably wise. Can you maneuver your finances in a way that you could afford a little bit more and go up above that gap? Or can you adjust your expectations a little bit where you can maneuver down below that gap and win in one of those categories, either temporarily, meaning for the next few years, or long-term, where you're happier with a smaller home that maybe you remodel, maybe you add on to, maybe you adjust expectations, or you're happier with something larger or more expensive and you make other sacrifices in your financial picture. What say you, Mari Mari? I, I agree with that. Um, I've, I'll use numbers just from Fort Worth side since I'm a Love Fort numbers. Worth specialist. Um, but when you when you look at the low 300s, you have two big categories of buyers that are that are wanting that have that demand. Um, you've got first time home buyers. If you look at the last few years, the average mortgage payment was around nineteen hundred dollars. Mm-hmm. So if you take average interest rates, you take you know put twenty percent down. That that's going to put you right around that 300 to 350 mark. Yep. Now, I mean, 300 to 400,000, that's, you know, you, we've got a lot of homes out there at that, yeah. at that part, but those might, those typically are on the higher end of the 300,000. So I know in Fort Worth, the average price point, um, sell price point is around 365. Mm-hmm. And so anything under that, you've also got like you said, those, those cash buyers, those who are looking for investment properties. So they're going to want to buy on that lower end where they can either flip it and sell it at a profit or rent it out for a price that's going to turn a profit. Right. <laughs> if that makes sense. So, so because you've got such high demand, but, but low inventory, you've got houses out there that are really selling for much higher than that, but you have people who are all looking at that low amount. Even when houses do come on the market, you've got, you've got some competition. Yep. So that could be, Ben, why you're not finding what you're looking for is you're looking for something that really is selling at a higher price point. Um, but if you're if you're willing to adjust, then you, you, you're going to have some competition. But I guess that's where a good agent comes into play. Yeah. And as you can tell, Mari knows her stuff. So if you're wherever you are, you need a mark. You need an agent, a broker, a team that knows that specific market. We've said it a million times on this show that real estate is hyper local. One thing I'll just point to really, really quickly is um, 
that it, markets are dynamic. They're constantly changing. Um, but what you need to be abundantly aware of is there is always activity in the market. If someone tells you the market is slow and things aren't happening, that might mean that it is slower than it was. This is Dallas, Fort Worth, Texas. That does not mean that homes are not selling. They are still selling. In uh, what has recently been referred to as the slowest market we've seen in years, that price point that Mari's talking about in all parts of DFW has been crazy active. Those are simply the facts. HomeServe Home Warranty continues to take great care of so many of our clients, friends, family members. I keep hearing good stuff about them. I keep hearing really great things about just the way that they are taking care of people, the way that they're getting the issues fixed and solved, um, especially during that first year when someone's in their new home. Uh, and even on the sell side for us, they, they, they take care of every single one of our sellers while it's on the market, while it's active, while it's being sold to give some peace of mind to our clients. You can go to homeserve.com where you can find out more information on HomeServe Home Warranty, homeserve.com. Go to TotramoneyTeam.com, click the radio tab, and you can find all of the recommended pros and vendors right there. Give us uh, an update, if you would, um, on just kind of the overall state of the market right now. Maybe Mari can give us kind of what she's seen in Fort Worth. You can give us just kind of what you're seeing all over the place. But what are we seeing right now? Uh, before I do that, uh, you remind me of like a, a press conference after a sporting event where the reporter's asking a question, but there's actually no question. It's like, <laughs> talk, talk about that play in the third quarter. No. Like you, what's the actual question? But it's I just, a good gift I have. Yeah, it's a gift. Um, here's the answer to your non-question about what's happening in the market right now. And I, I love what I get to say right now. I'm because glad it, I asked you this non-question. Yeah, I'm glad that you're glad. So, you know, if you've been reading headlines or listening to most of the media, not all, but the vast majority lately, it's been, you know, the real estate market is the early indicator of a giant recession and just a total debacle. Like the entire financial picture is just going to be, you know, blood in the streets. It's going to be horrible. Um, there have been some contrarian viewpoints, and I'm not saying that that may not come at some point. I don't expect that, but I'm not saying it couldn't. But what we're seeing right now, the last week, two weeks, 10 days-ish, um, is some real quiet optimism in our real estate market. We're seeing buyers that are kind of coming out after the holidays going, there's a few houses to choose from. Rates aren't quite as bad as everybody said. Uh, prices haven't run away from me like they were for a while. Like, let's go get one. Let's go pick up another rental investment. Let's get a little bit bigger house. What are homes selling for? Everybody's saying they're not selling as well. Well, one down the street just sold. And the price was pretty good. I think I could get good money for mine. And so the conversation that is happening in the mind of real people in real neighborhoods is kind of like, well, I know things aren't working out. Well, are they? Hold on. That one worked. And people are starting to realize maybe it's, maybe it's not doomsday. Now, again, I'm not saying that a massive stock market drop or inflation report couldn't derail that again. But we're not where many people thought we would be in, you know, mid to late winter, mid winter, uh, 23, where people were like, this year's going to be a total bloodbath. We're going to lose all the gains we had. That's laughable. Most people's home value is still increasing. So that's what we are dealing with on the ground right now. Right, Mari? Yeah. Agreed. Lots of optimism out there. What are your buyers saying to you right now? I, they're, they're starting to feel ready. I think 
a year ago when it was such an extreme seller's market, a lot of people just felt beat down. Buyers specifically. Buyers specifically, yeah. yes. And so now that we've had this, this segue, you know, people have been distracted by holidays. Those are done. People are now starting to kind of put feelers out there and be like, oh, wait, this this is possible. Yeah. We can do this. I, I want to make a I want to make a point that people most people listening might think is totally insane. And I want to make it in just a second. Before that, though, I want to talk about the fact that we are in the winter season of sleet, hail, wind, rain, snow, cold, wet stuffs, right? And so if you don't know that your roof is rock solid, that every vent, every, uh, you know, uh, whirlyberg turbine thingy is all sealed up and you're, you're, um, uh, your skylights, that's the word I was going for. Skylights are all sealed up and, and, and connected well. Then I would be concerned because this is the time of year where a slow leak happens and you don't know. And then you find out later when things warm up and you've got nasty mold and rot and things like that. Uh, you need to make sure that your roof is in good condition. And I'm not trying to scare you. I'm just trying to tell you, solve it now while it's a small problem before it becomes a big problem. And that's what Jordan Collins and our friends over at PMR Roofing would love to do for you. Affordably, responsibly take care of your roof, which just so happens to cover all of your belongings inside your home. So reach out to them if you haven't had a professional on your roof in the last couple of years, pmrroofing.com, uh, a fairly priced company that does the job right, that will not sell you something you don't need, but will help you get what you do need done affordably and correctly and quickly in a way that you can uh, appreciate and respect the folks that are doing it. Call Jordan Collins over at PMR Roofing at 214-957-0839 or online at pmrroofing.com. All right, here's my hot take, Mara. You ready? Ready. Would you agree that interest rates going up have actually in many ways, not always, but in many ways have been an advantage for home buyers? Oh, yes. Doesn't that sound nuts to most people, though? Right. It's You're like, hey, mortgage rates went up, so borrowing money got more expensive for home buyers. But everything else that it caused, almost everything else that it caused, has been good for buyers. Yeah. It's less, comp less competition, more homes on the market, less confident sellers, sellers willing to do more repairs, more credits, be more reasonable, more responsive to buyers. Uh, buyers able to have a little bit of time to think and negotiate and consider value and make a wise choice for their family and still go borrow money if you want a mortgage or need a mortgage to buy a home. And even though that rate may be higher for some or most, that rate is not necessarily permanent. It's agreed to in a contract to be permanent, but you could then refinance if or when that rate may come back down in the future. And honestly, just since last year, we've seen rates go up and down and up and down and creep a little bit to the point where now they're still pretty favorable. They're not as low as they once were, but they're still pretty darn attractive in regards to, I don't have half a million dollars, but I can buy a half a million dollar home because I can reasonably go borrow that money and make the payment. Wild. It's wild that most things about that have been really positive. Now, uh, I, I want you to know that if you're thinking about buying, selling, or investing in real estate right now, for 100% free, no dollars required, you could sit down with Mari or one of our other world-class full-time real estate experts and simply have a conversation about your goals, get your questions answered, get pointed towards the real opportunities in the market, and protected from some of the biggest risks. Go to Todd Tremonti team. 
Sportsgrid.com. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back. Lots to talk about. I don't know if you knew this, but massive theme park coming to the area. And YouTube commenters, for the first time in years, have agreed with me. So we'll get into that. That's not entirely true. There have been other agreements, but the loudest people, the the keyboard warriors are typically telling me how wrong I am about things. So we'll get into that. We'll talk a little bit about uh, Universal Studios. We'll talk a little bit about uh, Urban Sprawl. Apparently, we have some questions and comments about what does that even mean? What does I hope mean? you know because you got a question about I it. I do know. I just think it's funny when people use terms that other people use and often... It's like the Princess Bride. I don't think that word means what you think it means. Anytime you can quote the Princess Bride, Mari, you should. We do still have a full studio, and I'm fired up about it. We've got Full Price Courtney in studio here and happy. She doesn't have a microphone, so maybe just shout something, Courtney. Woo! That lines up. All right, we've also got the English wonder himself, the Yanni Donny, Ian Daniels. Struggling with my hearing a little bit now. What? It's right next to me. We've got everyone's favorite real estate agent in the city of Fort Worth, Texas and surrounding areas, Mari Arstein on the show. Welcome back, Mari. Thank you. Hello, hello. Welcome back, Mari. Seems like a legit sitcom. Like that could run, you know, not Cotter, but Mari. Welcome back, Mari. We'll run with that later. We don't have enough ideas around here, so we'll whiteboard it. We'll see how it plays out. Welcome back to Texas Real Estate with Todd Germani. I am Todd Germani and nowhere near the most interesting person on the show today. We've got all kinds of fun things happening. There are questions to be answered, but if you have a question, we want to answer that one too. Call or text 214-310-0008. Or like my son says, touchreminyteam.com. All day, every day, on the line, as David would say. Uh, find us on the interwebs, folks. Here's the deal. Really quickly, if you're thinking about buying, selling, or investing in real estate this year, you cannot start that process too early. But most people do start that process too late. And when you start it too late, you lose out on options. You're less protected. You have less opportunity. And that's just, dare I say, dumb. That's not very smart. So what I would encourage you to do is to take advantage of that phone number. Save it in your cell phone. Call or text 214-310-0008 and just say, I would like to talk about. And then you fill in that blank with with whatever you'd like to talk about. Buying a house, selling a house, buying a rental, flipping a property, buying uh, a vacation rental, remodeling my kitchen, adding a deck, converting my garage, adding an outdoor kitchen. Check out the YouTube channel. We've got videos on literally all of those topics. 214-310-0008 or DodgeRamontiTeam.com. DodgeRamontiTeam.com. All right, let's jump into it, Dr. Daniels. What have you? First segment, as always, brought to you by Patrick and his team at PatrickGlaros.com. Cardinal Financial, reach out to them where you can go directly to the website. You can start your application right there. If you're thinking about buying a home, refinancing, you just need some expert advice, Patrick is the guy to reach out to. Go to patrickgleros.com, G-L-A-R-O-S, patrickgleros.com, 972-728-3420, NMLS number 308804. Here we go. Ready? Ready. When will... The urban sprawl stop. Never. That's my question. All right. So the what is urban sprawl, right? So you've got the urbanization of the outer lying suburban and urban areas, uh, suburban and rural areas, right? So when you look at um, city planning or economic development, depending on how you want to look at that, um, there are many, many more labels than urban, suburban, and rural, right? There's like 
they, they use a lot of different words, but for, for the sake of it, we could just say kind of the inner ring, the outer ring, and then there's like 20 other rings, right? But what, what generally people are talking about is where what used to be wide open land has now become neighborhoods. What used to be a field is now a, a shopping center. What used to be like rural farmland is now semi-suburban, semi-rural. Like it used to be 500 acres and now people each own 20 acres. And in another generation, that will get chunked down into 80 quarter acre homes, that kind of thing, right? I've been here since 2008 and I've definitely seen like, you know, new developments pop up. Of course I have, but we had a group of agents here in the office, uh, you know, a few weeks ago and one of them brought their husband um, along as well for like a mastermind that we were doing from out of town. This isn't real. Yeah, they're from out of town. They're from a small city in Oklahoma. And, um, but he was telling me that he grew up here. He spent his first, you know, 20 years here or whatever and came back and was like, Whoa, yep. this I, is nothing like what I remember. Yeah. I've got a, I've got a friend that for a while was a good friend. We were involved in an, in an organization together and he's probably 90 now. And at the time he was upper seventies, 80. And he would, I mean, he had the best stories, you know, about the drive-in movie that used to be at Royal in 75, you know, like, like when it's like any major city, this isn't true in all small towns. I grew up in Houston, right? Like any of these massive cities where you're like, that used to be the edge of town. Now it's the middle. That used to be the edge. Now it's the middle. That used to be the edge. Now it's the middle. And probably my grandkids are going to laugh and say that this is now the edge. Like that there's nothing new or brilliant about that, but uh, the, the question that was just asked is, when will this sprawl stop? And the answer is never. But it does typically historically come in cycles, right? So you have an economic boom and you see a bunch of cranes, which means buildings are being built. And then you have a recession or a downturn or sort of a plateau of things. Money's less available. Interest rates are higher. Borrowing is more difficult. Development slows down. You see less cranes and the development slows. But ultimately, the answer for North Texas is at least not for another entire generation or two. And the reason is when you look at the United States, like let's just just speak to our country. The movement of people is moving towards communities like North Texas. Specifically, people are moving to North Texas by the thousands. Now, they're also moving to places like Tennessee, Nevada, Arizona, and other states with somewhat similar availability of land, tax policy, uh, business-friendly environments, and all those things. We've got hundreds of videos on our YouTube channel. Go to TopTramontyTeam.com, click the videos tab, and you can see what we think and feel and predict about all those things. But one of those videos speaks to this point, and I think producer Courtney might need a microphone here. So real quick, yep, mm -hmm, she wants it back. You can see it on her face. She's like, She's yes, nodding vigorously. I would love some audio yes, and maybe FaceTime. Let me speak. Uh, which video are, are, were you teasing before we went on air? Frisco? Yeah. What the comment you didn't what was there was a comment there on was, one of the videos. There was a comment on Frisco, Texas being the new center video. Which we and, did what, like a year and a half ago, something like that? Yes. And people in the comments were saying, He called it. Not all the people in the comments, but so we did a video a year and a half ish ago. I don't know, you can look it up. Year or more, that said, Will Frisco, Texas become the center of DFW? And, and more than DFW, we kind of met in Dallas, right? So historically, you've got downtown Dallas, and then you had tons of growth north. There's obviously been growth south, but way more growth north, right? So D 
downtown Dallas is not really the center of the population of what we would call the broader Dallas community. It's kind of almost the southern edge, right? And then you just keep going north. North Dallas, Plano, Allen, McKinney. It just keeps on going, right? So it's not... If you think about it, Dallas isn't the center of Dallas. If you define the city of Dallas or downtown Dallas as the broader community of Dallas, it's definitely not the center of Dallas, Fort Worth, because you've got an east west, two really big cities east west. Then you've got north, more central, but mostly to the east, you've got Frisco massively just exploding. Now, when you talk about urban sprawl, Frisco's bled into Prosper, Prosper's bleeding up into Salina, and further and further and further. And the answer to the question is never. I mean, for a long, long time, the pace of that growth will change. And there are mixed opinions. And honestly, I have mixed opinions. Everyone knows I love homes on land. And as the sprawl spreads, as it sprawls, uh, 500 acre ranches become 50 acre privately owned properties. Those become five acre private homes. And eventually a lot of those become, you know, five acre townhome communities. Like that's the evolution of sprawl. Uh, it doesn't have to happen. Dallas and Fort Worth, more than a lot of other communities, have fought that and defended and protected some of these acreage communities. Courtney and I were out shooting a video the other day, and I showed her an area that's like this incredible little enclave of like 300 acres totally encircled by commercial development and neighborhoods. And I'm like fighting. For, I'm like, stay strong, brother. Don't sell it, you know. But that's what urban sprawl is. And in a community like North Texas where people want to be here, they're going to keep coming to us. Mari, what do you feel on the Fort Worth side? Do you think there's a slowdown, a stoppage, or it's just going to keep on growing? Walsh Ranch, Alito, Weatherford, all these things. I think it's going to keep going. If you look, we keep going farther west, farther north, even up, like, you think North Lake Argyle? We're still going north up that way. Well, even just putting in, like, the Chisholm Trail Parkway, right? Like, oh, it's sure. just, it makes it easier mm-hmm. to run north-south over there, right? Yep. What, yep. When you're talking to buyers from out of our market, do you feel like there are more coming or less coming or uh, a, a, a temporary slowdown, permanent slowdown? What's going on as far as people that don't live here wanting to move here? More houses coming? Is that Pe- what your question? More people oh, wanting more to move here coming. from out of the market or less people or what do you? No, people are still coming. Coming yeah. and coming and coming. And and Fort Worth specifically has, I mean, DFW as a whole has a lot to offer. And Fort Worth has a lot of charm that people are looking for. Mm-hmm. And so because there's land out there and it's not too far from Fort Worth, which has a lot, then people are like, yeah, this, this is what fits my, my lifestyle and my family. Let me be very clear. When Mari says out there, she only means that because she's sitting in a studio in, <laughs> in, on, the, on the Dallas side right well, now. Let me also I say when she says that Fort today. Worth has charm, we have charm over here as well, Mari. Yes, different well, kind, different kind. I'll be Plano honest. has a lot of charm, uh, Mari. <laughs> We have a debate in our office, Dallas versus Fort Worth, all the time. Fort Worth does have some charm, and they market their charm a lot better than Dallas. Dallas's uh, reputation is trying to be like Los Angeles. Fort Worth's reputation is trying to stay Fort Worth, and yes. they've done a really good job of that. So all that to say, the sprawl's not stopping anytime soon. Specifically to Frisco, lots of new exciting things happening in the area that I think we're going to get into here in a minute. But before we do that, you need to know about Keen Landscaping. Why, you ask? Why do I need to know about Keen Landscaping? Why, Top? Because there's a really good chance you've had at least one freeze already this year, and your <laughs> landscaping looks like total garbage, as does mine at the moment. Same. So you're probably thinking, or maybe you're not yet thinking, boy, would I like my landscaping to not look like total garbage this spring and summer. And here's the thing. 
Most people will not think about that until the first warm weekend. They'll go storm the big box stores, buy a bunch of plants that are not supposed to survive in our climate. They'll put them in. They'll die. They'll go back and buy more of them. And a better way to do that, Mari, as you know, would be to call Keen Landscaping and have professional landscaping designers, consultants, uh, construction folks, installers, maintenance crews. They can do all of your ongoing maintenance, your new bed installations, landscape lighting, retaining walls, irrigation, tree work, shrubs, all of it. They can install it. They can build new beds. They can maintain it ongoing. They can do part of that or all of that. They also have North Texas trees. They can trim your trees. They can make sure your trees are healthy and, and, and keep them alive. Or in the sad event that you have to lose a tree, they can take care of that for you as well. All of this is online at keenlandscaping.com, K-E-A-N-E, keenlandscaping.com. When you call over there, ask for Nick or Ben, tell them Todd Tremonti or the Todd Tremonti team sent you. They'll take really good care of you. Keenlandscaping.com. Don't wait till spring. Get ahead of it now. Get on the schedule. Get a plan in place. Keenlandscaping.com. If you have not checked your home valuation recently, Definitely, if you haven't checked it this year, go to valuethishouse.com. Less than 60 seconds, you can find out what your home would sell for, what it would rent for. It's going to give you a confidence score. If you want something more customized, just respond to the email that you will get and just say custom valuation, please. And we will reach out to you. We'll have a chat with you and we'll get that uh, figured out uh, to best serve your needs. Valuethishouse.com. Did you see recently, I'm sure you did, that uh, Universal Studios announced... Not one, but two new locations in the U.S., one in Las Vegas and one right here in Frisco. What? What? I know. Uh, Breaking news. Hold on. Wait a minute. Uh Uh-huh. Universal Studios is going to build a theme park Uh near Frisco? Yeah. It's going to be like younger themed, like for little kids. More littles, yeah. Yeah. So do you think a few people might want to come to that? I mean, I feel as though I could be wrong. Will you mark this down? Because if I'm right and somebody he marks this down, to be as being right. Right, I want to make sure that I'm right. I feel as though it's just a hunch. Just going with my gut. It's like an English gut feeling. Just going with my gut. Yep. I feel as though it's going to be quite popular. I, feel I don't want to go as far as saying like super popular, I'm, yeah. but I'm going to stick with quite popular right now. Now, I respect the way you hedged that so that if you're wrong, you could still say you're right. Exactly. All right, so um, I'm of the similar opinion that when Universal Studios builds a massive theme park, people generally will attend that theme park. They will. But you come. cannot take credit for this thought. No, no, it's clearly that was original to you. Yep. That was a Yanni Donny thought. Um, Mari, what, when you think about a massive attractor of people to an expanding, some might say sprawling region. There may be some urban sprawl there. What other real estate relevant things might happen? What do, what what comes to mind? When you have people coming, you have vacation rentals. You do. Yeah, you do people have, need a place to stay. Yeah. Turns out Orlando, Florida is one of the most successful and booming markets for Airbnbs, VRBOs, condos, townhomes, houses for people to rent short term. Uh, you know, they go to Disney or Universal Studios or whatever other parks are there, and they go for three days, four days, a week, a week and a half. Um, we certainly expect here on the Todd Tremonti Home Center team, we expect those types of things to start happening more than they were already happening. Now, we have a video on the YouTube channel. I think we talked about this on the radio years ago that there was a rumor that Disney was going to open a theme park up in Salina or Prosper. 
This is probably seven or eight years ago. So I don't know if this was like the beginning of that rumor that Universal was quietly buying up land or this is where that rumor came from or that was just a bunch of hocus pocus. But the fact is, it seems to be very real now. And so we talk about tax revenue to the area, restaurants, hotels, even you know hospitals, emergency rooms, gas stations, all the little things, all the revenue that comes. Like you talk about the amount of money that the Super Bowl brings by the way the dallas version of the super bowl was like an ice storm it didn't go so well for us but the point is just like one week-long event and now you're talking about a year-round massive attractor of what tends to be kind of a very very high spending category of parents of young children Uh, i think this will be a a defining development of north texas and it's being developed in an area where there's already like 35 defining developments There's the star up in Fort Worth, the Cowboys headquarters. There's this kind of corridor of Nebraska Furniture Mart, Ikea, Shields, all this stuff. There's the minor league baseball. There's hockey. I mean, this is a region. You might say that it could be the population center of the Metroplex. You could think that. I was just, I was reading an article about it because it's going to be on like 96 acres or 97 acres. But there was a a segment in this article that says, first the Rough Riders Stadium, then came the Dallas Stars headquarters, the Dallas Cowboys World Headquarters and practice facility at the Star. PGA chose for this to be their newest headquarters. Omni PGA Frisco Resort is going to be a massive thing as well. And now this. I mean, it is just attracting yeah. so Plus, many big things. home builders have built somewhere in the range of like a bozillion houses. Mari can check me on that I number. I think it's a bozillion, approximately. Um, and uh, they'll build more now. They'll build more. Does anyone, well, do you think anybody will work there? Would there be jobs related? My hunch I love to go. He's such an expert on these things. My guess and my hunch, again, from my experience, is that when you build something rather large... Field of dreams. It's going to require some people to build it, okay. which is going to bring some jobs. And then after it's built, would anyone work there then? So normally what happens when you build something, for example, a theme park... For example, they, hypothetically. They don't operate themselves. Right. So you do actually need to have employees <laughs> in the theme park, and so it will bring some more work. You do bring up an interesting point, though. With the current uh, labor market, it's possible they might find a way, as McDonald's has, to have virtually no one working there. Also, Most grocery Walmart, stores, yeah. too. Yeah, I feel yeah. like I'm employed by yeah. Kroger and all these other grocery stores right now. Yeah. Yeah, uh, that's a topic for another day and probably another show. But, uh, yeah, you know, the the point that we're making an absurdly long and, and generally stupid point about is that it will bring jobs to the area. People will people are going to fill those homes that are being built. And this, this is what I refer to as an artificial factor in real estate market, meaning the traditional growth of a market, population growth, school district ideas and things like that, like normal development. And then you have these outside factors like, hey, Toyota's bringing their headquarters here. There's a massive theme park being built. The PGA is bringing in a headquarters. These are things that came in from outside of normal market conditions. So, Mari, what do you think that will do to home values, uh, buyer-seller demand, inventory, things like that in, in that area? Well, with new new builds and new, new homes, that's going to raise inventory. But with so many people coming in for those jobs, for those opportunities, for all that, um, you've got a demand and rise or a, a rise in demand as well. So home prices are going to go up. Yeah, I mean, I, I I would agree. I think we are already behind on inventory, meaning there's not enough houses. 
uh, we've had a slowdown in demand, meaning for a period of six-ish months now, fewer people have been buying. Um, a few more people have been selling. It's created a sense of stability in our market, even though the headlines say that it's bananas. It's actually slightly more stable, meaning buyers and sellers are talking to each other and working out deals. There's some give and take. Uh, something like this will put pressure on the market for hotel rooms, bedrooms, restaurants, parking lots, traffic lanes, all those things that drive, ideally, more building, more development because of more demand. So this is one of those things that makes North Texas, Dallas, Fort Worth, Arlington, Frisco, McKinney, Weatherford, Benbrook, all, all these communities that all lump together create, you know, DFW, a more desirable market, a, a, a healthier and more stable real estate market, economy, job market, and community to live in, even when we're feeling and sensing volatility in the country, economically, politically, whatever, this, this is just another reason that historically DFW has fared better and will highly likely fare better going forward. Agree? Mm -hmm. Yes. I love it. I've been well, telling you for years about Republic Title. I've been telling you as well about how a bad title company can be really, really, really bad during the course of the transaction. That is not what Republic Title are. They are one of the leaders in the industry. You need to check them out before you are uh, buying or selling uh, they take just phenomenal care of so many people and do an amazing job. Uh, republictitle.com is where you can find out more information. Republictitle.com. You can go to tolltrumoneyteam.com. Click the radio tab for all the recommended pros and vendors. You can go to valuethishouse.com where you can get a property home valuation in less than 60 seconds. If you forget any of those websites... Everything is at ToddTremonteTeam.com or just Google Todd Tremonti. Even come remotely close to spelling that correctly. And you can find Mari's contact information, all the pros we talk with and about here on the show, videos on the YouTube channel. You can fill out scorecards and figure out if you're a fit for Texas, if you're ready to buy, if you're ready to sell. And let me just do something I almost never do on this show. My name is Todd Tremonti. I run the Tatramani Home Selling Team all day, every day. We do this show on the weekends as a resource to our friends and neighbors. But we would love to earn your business if you're thinking about buying or selling or investing in real estate this year. We are not a fit for everybody. A lot of people, we don't even ask them for their business. Uh, and a lot of people are not a fit for us. Don't wait to find that out too late, though. If you're thinking about buying or selling or investing in real estate this year, residential real estate only, especially if it's on land or if it's in a mid to upper end neighborhood, would you just go uh, to team.com click any button, fill out any form, call or text any phone number, and let us know how we could serve you. We would love to add value in your life, even if there's no commission in it for us. Obviously, if you're going to buy or sell, we'd love to represent you if we are a fit. But even if not, if you just need a resource, an answer, a question, a connection to someone, call or text 214-310-0008 or go online just like my son says. Tatramonteteam.com. To Tatramonteteam.com.